Hello and welcome to our very first podcast episode. Every fortnight we'll be keeping you up to date with life primary at Two Bank Primary School. I'm Charlotte. I'm Isabella. And coming up on this episode... Amber and Piper meet Mr Graham. Maisie, Poppy, Molly and Bella explore the big issues that have made the news this week. And Freddie and Flynn keep us up to speed with the fortnight ahead in school. But first, Darcy and Beth take us behind the scenes in Primary 7. The busy start to the term in Primary 7. We have been working on our class novel which is called The Tulip Touch. It's an award-winning children's novel by Anne Fine about a young girl called Tulip and her friendship with another girl called Natalie. Both girls have very different backgrounds and the book explores nature versus nurture arguments. We're really enjoying the text, although there's some very serious themes. In maths, we have been exploring fractions, decimals and percentages and also money. Our main work has been on our topic of climate change. In October, the COP26 conference will be held in Glasgow. This is the 26th United Nations Conference of the Parties where countries from all over the world will discuss climate change and what we need to do about it. We have been making our own website prototype in the keynote keynote to show our learning. You can see some examples on our school Facebook and Twitter accounts. Something else we have been doing is applying for P7 leadership roles. We We have to write a letter of application to each job. Thank you, Darcy and Beth. In our next episode, we'll be visiting another class in school and finding out about the learning taking place there. Right now, it's time to catch up with a member of our school staff, and this week, Amber and Piper went to meet Mr Graham. Hello, Mr Graham. Thank you for speaking with us. Now most of us know you in school as one of our class teachers, but this year you're doing something a bit different, aren't you? Can you tell us about your new job role? So this year I am still based in Tweed Bank, so I'm still working in the school most days, but my role this year is working with the Inspire Learning Team. So the Inspire Learning Team is the iPad programme that's been uh, rolled out to Primary 4 to 7 and is also going to be coming to Primary 1 to 3 very soon. And this year I'm working as the strategic lead for the Eildon West Cluster, which means that all the gala schools are going to be supported by me to either enhance or improve their digital learning and teaching. What attracted you to this position? So last year, I was in the fortunate position of being able to do this job on a kind of part-time basis. So I had about a day, a day and a half out of class to work on it. And then I was offered the chance to do it full-time. And because I enjoyed it so much last year, I thought it would be really, really good to do it again this year. What does your job mean for us at Tweed Bank? So, as I said earlier, I'm still based at Tweed Bank, so you'll still see me in and around school most days. It also means that I'm able to teach some classes in some ways. So, for example, this week I started working with Primary 6 and we did some digital skills jobs. So, I've been taking some of the Apple resources on the Everyone Can Create uh, guide and we've been working with them with Primary 6. It also means that if there's any major uh, tech problems that is happening in school, then you can come to me for that as well. But it also means that I can support teachers with delivering uh, digital learning and teaching. And our main thing for that is our showbie that we're going to be working with this year. So I know that Primary 7 and Primary 6 have made a really good start with showbie, as have uh, the wee ones in ELC and P1 to 3 as well. So we're going to be using that all through school this year. And my role will be to make sure that it's the best possible thing that we can use in school. 
Tell us what you feel the best thing about working at Tweed Bank is. I think there's two things that I really enjoy working at Tweed Bank, and that is both to do with people. So I really like working with the children that are here. They're very enthusiastic. They ask really good questions, and they're creative in their learning. And I also really, really enjoy working with the staff team here as well. They're always uh, excited about their jobs. They are always trying new things out as well, and they're a good laugh as well. Thank you, Mr Graham. Mr Graham now telling us about his exciting new role in our cluster. Each episode we'll be looking at some big issues that are making headlines in the news and exploring why we should be paying attention. Here's Maisie, Poppy, Bella and Molly with their take on what's been happening this week. There were two major events in the news recently, both on the same day and both worthy of our attention. Saturday the 11th of September marked the 20th anniversary of the terrorist attack on the Twin Towers in New York, an attack simply known as 9-11. It was a day that changed the world forever. Shortly afterwards, the UK joined the United States and other countries in going to war with Afghanistan in an attempt to find the people behind the attack, a terrorist group called Al-Qaeda. The war lasted until 2014, but it was only until the last month that the British troops finally left the country. For us primary school children, we were born into a world where it already happened. We might not realise it, but every new Rye House building is built with more safety features and every time we go to an airport, our experiences. From taking our shoes off as we pass through the security to what we are allowed in our hand luggage is down to that day 20 years ago. We asked some of our school staff to share their memories from the time. I'm Miss Broach, I'm head teacher at Tweed Bank Primary School and on September the 11th 2001 I was teaching in a classroom. Um, so I was teaching in the Scottish Borders and I had finished teaching for the day and I was tidying up my classroom and as usual at the end of the day when the children had gone the cleaner had come in and I always had a chat with her and it was the first thing that she said to me when she came in have you heard what's happened in America? Uh, my name is Stelios and uh, I'm the Tweed Bank primary school janitor. Uh, on the 11th of the September 2001 I was uh, still in Greece and uh, we were driving down in a resort in a car and it was my wife, my first child and uh, my mother and father-in-law. When, uh, while we were driving, my mobile phone rang and those days the mobile phone was the size of a shoe. They were quite big. So anyway, I stopped and I lifted it up and it was my brother. So my name is Miss Appleby. I am the P6 teacher here at Tweeds Bank Primary School. And on the 11th of September 2001, I was actually only about 12 years old. So believe it or not, I am nearly 32. So back in 2001, I would have been about 12. And I was... Let's think, maybe, so I'm from England, so the school system's a little bit different. We don't have P1234, etc., um, and S123, um, etc. So I would have been in what was called Year 8, which was about the same as S1. And I was in a science lesson, I was in a chemistry lesson. And actually, my teacher, my chemistry teacher, she was taken outside of the class 
by the head teacher and was obviously told the news about what had very sadly happened in New York. And uh, my teacher came back in and paused the lesson and she told us um, what had happened. But if I'm honest, at that point, I didn't know uh, what the Twin Towers were. Um, and we didn't really know what the word terrorism really meant. I'm Mrs Ryman. I'm the school administrator. And on September the 11th, 2001, I was working in the clearing department of Napier University um, when we heard news of what had happened. Um, the internet in those days wasn't the best anyway, but I remember everybody trying to get online to find out what happened um, and nobody could get any information because the internet had just crashed. Um, I was messaging my friend using a thing called MSN Messenger, so it's like an instant messaging programme um, to see what they knew and everybody had heard the, the information but nobody really could get the full story of what happened. Um, unless you were lucky enough to be able to watching, uh, you know, to watch a television or something like that. The first thing that she said to me when she came in, have you heard what's happened in America? Now, at that time, um, I didn't have a smartphone. We didn't have smart boards in the classroom. I didn't have um, quick access to news headlines. And I think it's useful to remember that there's a five hour time difference between New York and, and Britain. So although the events in New York happened in the morning, their time when people were going to work, for us it was the afternoon. I'm Mrs Tweddle and I teach P4. In 2001 I was teaching in the East End of London. Um, and I remember the parents coming up to the door and asking us what had happened and we obviously didn't know because we'd been in class all day. Um, and then I went into another teacher's classroom and we watched the clips on the BBC website and we just couldn't believe what we'd seen. And we didn't know what was going on. After like a couple of miles, there was another village and we stopped to get some drinks. And uh, the owner of the shop, he had the TV on and uh, we were watching it and it was like a, a movie. I'm Mr. Miles, I'm principal teacher. I suppose every generation has their where were you when moment. Uh, for my grandparents, it was the declaration of the Second World War. Uh, my dad says that he very clearly remembers the assassination of President Kennedy. For me, it will always be 9-11. And I know for, for many children at Tweed Bank, already a memorable moment is coronavirus. Um, as Molly in Primary 7, very beautifully put it, uh, we're living through it, but in the future people will learn about it as history. Also, on September the 11th this year, British teenager Emma Raducanu won the US Open Tennis Championship. Just three months ago she was sitting her A-levels in school. That's the same as her hires. Two months ago she played to her first Grand Slam tournament at Wimbledon, retiring from her fourth round match with breathing difficulties. She later admitted that the experience of playing with a high-profile tournament with so much media attention caught up with her. Some people in the media criticised her mental strength, but last Saturday she showed how resilient she is by going from a qualifier to champion in 10 matches without dropping a set. It was an incredible achievement. She is the first British female Grand Slam champion since Virginia Wade 44 years ago and the first British tennis player to win a major tournament since Andy Murray. 
To put it in perspective, he took eight years from t turning professional to winning Wimbledon. Emma Raducanu's win is likely to encourage increased interest in young people's playing tennis. At Tweedbank, we have a very own rising tennis star in Lara in P6. We caught up with her to hear her thoughts on Emma Raducanu's win and what her own aspirations are. Hi, Lara. Thank you for talking with us. You're ranked in the top five across the UK, 10 and under age group for British tennis. Tell us about how you got started. So, so my dad bought me a membership for my birthday and then decided to start hitting with me. Then my coach, which I'm training with today, came to our school in, when I was six. And then after that, I went into the Ariston High School for training and I played my first couple of competitions there. And then after that, when I turned eight, I started playing orange. So that was like a year ahead of green, I mean red. And so that's when I started like playing lots of competitions. How much training do you have to do? Usually three hours per day. And one of those hours have to include physical, mostly like core stuff, because core is probably like one of the most important parts of your tennis, because it's important to stay in a rally and you need to have like a strong core to go on for a long time. You have a big tournament coming up. Tell us about that. Um, so the tournament coming up is in Corby, so this is a long drive, so it's near London and it's like, so you'd have 11 years to 10 and I'm one of the youngest playing there, so it's like, so you'd have all the best players and you have to get invited to a national tournament like that and there would be, so the Corby's, it's a, it's a big, it's a big area in London and the indoor courts are like acrylic so it'll be really bouncy. I'm looking forward to the tournament though and I think it'll be a good experience. What does Emma Raducanu's win mean to you just shows how much hard work it takes to become like her looking ahead in the future is tennis a hobby or something you'd like to do professionally probably professionally thank you lara and we wish you lots of success for the future thank you thank you to Maisie, poppy bella and molly for their items on september 11th and emma radicanu's incredible win and thank you also to lara for sharing for sharing her own experiences with only eight years of age difference between her and Emma Raducanu, it is not beyond all possibility that they play each other in a future tournament. Imagine that. As we draw this episode to a close, let's join Freddie and Flynn for a look at the next two weeks in school. Over the next two weeks, upcoming events that will be marked in school include International Day of Peace on the 21st of September. International Day of Sign Languages on the 23rd of September and Maths Week Scotland, which starts on the 27th of September. There will also be working classes in preparation for the Climate Change Conference in Glasgow at the end of October, just as spoken about by Darcy and Beth earlier. The weather outlook shows that the next two weeks to be pretty wet with cooler temperatures, so make sure you are coming to school with warm waterproof jackets and shoes. Whilst there may be some uh, indoor breaks, it is important that we are still having as much time outside as possible. If you have any class news you'd like to, to us to be aware of for our next episode, you can get in touch with us in P7. And that brings us to the end of our first podcast episode. Thanks to all our reporters and contributes. And thank you for listening. We'll be back on Friday, 1st of October. Until, Until then, then, stay well and stay safe. safe.